News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Prone Ed. Chairman of the Communications Clinic and columnist with the Irish Examiner. Uh, welcome to News Talk Breakfast this morning. Your reaction to this, Kevin Backer is saying that Ryan Tuberty was shocked and disappointed by the decision to end those negotiations ar- around his comeback. Um, should Ryan Tuberty have been shocked by that call made by the Director General? Probably not. But I think that there were two. First of all, it seems as if Ryan not just misread the room, but misread Kevin Backhurst because the evidence there from the first week that Kevin Backhurst officially took over as director general, he stood down the executive board of RT. That was sending a very strong message. New broom. Things are going to be different, and the top management are also going to be different. Now, he had said he was going to reform, make changes, and for Ryan not to realize that this Backhurst is an interesting man. He is courteous. He seems to have no personal vanity. When he was on television last night on the news and on primetime, he gave brief and undefensive answers. But, and this is the but that I think that Ryan missed, Backhurst has a spine of pure steel. Pure steel. And for Tuberty to risk so much by that statement, um, which was, it was a self-justification that meant nothing to most people because most people have lost interest in the, the sort of statistical and reporting uh, differences in this whole issue. And so for, for Ryan to put mm. out that statement, Right at the peak of the negotiations with Backhurst, it's an astonishing negotiation error. And so I, I've no doubt he, he was shocked. I've also no doubt that he was disappointed. I've never seen anything like this. And I doubt if you have, Claire. Um, it, with all of this, I mean, what the best thing for Ryan Tuberty to have done in this situation is bit his lip, said nothing, keep the head down and be back on air on the 4th of September. Was that the way for him to go about it? If he avoided you, that statement, would he have saved himself? Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. You have it. Absolutely. In in aviation, there's a tripartite thing that they say. They say, when you're in trouble, aviate, navigate and communicate. In other words, keep the plane flying. Then you can work out where you are and what the problem is. Then you can talk to air traffic control. But the priority is to keep the plane flying. Similarly with Ryan, he should have crawled across broken glass to get back on the air and sort everything else later. And instead, he decided yesterday, for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. to make a point, to take a stand. And it, it was. It wasn't just shooting himself in the foot. It was shooting his career in the heart. Um, the Grant Thornton report did, though, in part exonerate him for one part, at least, of, of the payment scandal around the one hundred and twenty thousand euro bonus payment. Um, was could, wasn't it justifiable for him to say, you know what, I, I was right on that, and um, you know, I welcome that. I welcome that aspect of that report, and that that should not have been. Um, a game, a game changer, and in essence, an end 
um, to to his career at RTE for now, at least. Ryan always missed. Do you know when you ask somebody to scratch your back, if they don't hit the itchy bit, it's really maddening. The itchy bit from the beginning, the moral dilemma from the beginning was that Ryan was portrayed as earning less money than he was, as having taken more real cuts than he did at a time when RTE people who were on a fraction of what he was earning, had taken substantial cuts that made a difference to their lives. That is the key moral issue. Mm. That is the itch that needed to be scratched. He had never copped on to that. And so, again, uh, with the statement, he, he was sort of stamping his foot and saying, see, see, do you see? But none of the people who work in RTE ever thought that was They thought the issue was that they had been misled about somebody that they thought was in it with them. Let's talk about the fallout here for RTE. Do you think trust in RTE has been lost now in terms of the view of the public? Do you think this move has been damaging for RTE itself? RTE is in a dire position financially now. Uh, The fact that people are... Uh, not paying their TV licence is serious. I'm not sure that it diminishes trust in their public service offerings, whether that's news and current affairs or the orchestras and concerts. I, I think that people stay steady on, on their trust of order on that. I don't think there's going to be a diminution in respect for existing programmers um, and the 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 bad thing that's coming up is months of guff about corporate governance because the fact is that for the plain people of Ireland and I happily include myself in them, the minute we hear guff about corporate governance, our eyes glaze over and we want to have a cup of coffee someplace else. Mm. Um, but we're going to have an awful lot of that. We're going to have structural changes. And we're going to have Kevin Backers negotiating with the state, with the government, to get some kind of direct subvention to keep RTE alive. The other thing that Kevin Backers undoubtedly will do is he will change the predatory of RTE's marketing. In the past, there was this uh, rate sheet which said it's going to cost you a fiver to put an ad on such and such a programme. But the rate sheet was complete fiction from start to finish. Everybody knew that. It was just a negotiating position. And would have been seen okay. by other broadcasters as being very hard and very pushy. All right. Uh, Terry Prone, Chairman of the Communications Clinic, columnist with the Irish Examiner. Thanks for joining us this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.